You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Hello and welcome to the 265th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. I am Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston. Guys, you may have noticed somebody's not here tonight. Yep, the super rookie had a little scheduling conflict, so he is not here. He is being whisked away to the city that reads, I believe. I think that's Baltimore's motto. I've not heard that. I believe that's what it says all over the benches, which is especially funny since their mayor went down for corruption involving children's books (laughs) recently. So uh, fun Baltimore fact that I haven't fact-checked, so maybe I'm wrong (laughs) about some of it. That's Um, uh, completely on brand for this podcast, so I guess that's... Totally on brand. Off the cup, little fact that I probably should have double-checked. So... So, uh, Spencer. yeah, now that we've addressed that elephant in the room, um, I think we can get down to business. Um, Tim has been, let's, let's just be frank here since, uh, he's not here. Mm-hmm. The audience says our, our undivided attention. We have their undivided attention. We can just get to it. Tim's really been, he's had the golden handcuffs on us. He won't let us talk about cyclocross, but cyclocross mm-hmm. season is here. It's here. It's totally here because I did two races this week. Oh, man. And yeah. I hear that some pros might have done some races too, but I did two races. That's that's what is really important. And uh, I'm glad that we're going to be able to officially announce this now that Tim's not here. He's going to be mad. We're probably going to hear about it for the next week or so, but he can't he can't stop it. Uh, Cross, is, Cross has been coming and now Cross is here. UCI racing has happened. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about the Vuelta. Uh, we're going to talk about some emails we got, some other racing going on, Bulls Ladies Tour, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess we're going to do all that right now. Uh, what do you want to start with, little guy? I want to tell. I want to talk about myself, me. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Tim's not here to stop you, so I'm just going to step aside and let you okay. just have the have so, the podium here. Well, I want to talk about this because Tim had a scheduling conflict, and uh-huh. my story will eventually end with the scheduling conflict. <laughs> okay. So, kind of comes out so i did a cross race wednesday and my first time of the year and it was great it was fun i wasn't too terrible but i did roll um the front tubular a couple times came off so i did hang on eat it a few times and a roll it a couple times? times i rolled it twice fully off and one time where it felt like it popped off and it popped back on on okay. its own and it scared, so, scared the hell out of me now what did you do when it pops off uh is this a front or a rear Front. So okay. I was running a tubing in the front and I had a clincher in the back because all my rear two wheelers were I see. And f- now, fl- totally flatted. So uh, one, um, one quick clarifying yeah, question yeah. Uh, about this as well. Yeah. Did you roll your clincher off the back wheel? I didn't. I had huh. no problems with the huh. clincher. That's, that's interesting. Um, okay. It's all right. Sorry. It's Continue. So I had a couple of rolls, so that wasn't too good. But otherwise, the legs were all right. I had a fun race and uh, got, to race, got, got to race by my buddy Eamon. He... I didn't even know he was there, but he, after the second, the first time I popped it back on, he caught me and then he dropped me and I had to chase for a couple laps to catch him. And then, you know, we ended up finishing near each other, but he beat me. That was fun. And then, uh, you know, so I was like, all right, I got to glue some wheels and I came home and I checked all the other fronts and Uh they were also in need of being glued. So I have a lot of gluing to do before we head down to the Trek cross cup here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to roll it there. There's going to be too many. Yeah, too many, you can't roll too a, a tire in front of Sven Nice. No, that'd be embarrassing. So I, I, I went to race again on Saturday, and I think the my back was a little bit more worked from that Wednesday race than I <laughs> fully realized because uh-huh. I pretty quickly was in the hurt locker, and about three laps in, my back just old man, dad, old man, dad cross back. 
uh-huh. worse than I've ever had. And I had just stop and just stretch. And that was it. Race was over. I got lapped a couple times. I just rolled around and kind of had fun. Um, didn't roll any tires though. Oh, so see. that was cool. But how this story comes back to Tim and scheduling conflicts. Yes. This is the part is that, I'm on the edge of my seat for. After the race, I was talking to a few different people and they're, you know, people doing that after the race. Oh, how was your race? You know, Oh, what are you going to race next? You know? And I'm like, well, I'm going to race, I'm going to race Madison next week. And um, I was like, Oh, you mean two weeks? And I was like, whatever. And then I talked to someone else and I was, they're like, you're going to race Madison next week. And I was like, or, or I was going to race Madison next week. And they were like, no, two weeks. And I was like, what are you talking about? Madison's. <laughs> Madison's coming up next weekend. I'm all ready to go. I'm going to pack the van up and jump in the van on Thursday and drive down there. And yeah. uh, oh. then everyone's like, no, man. Madison's the week after. I was like, no, it's not. I've written it on my calendar. I scheduled it with Caitlin. I got every. I got the day off work. Yeah. Uh, nope. 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 Madison's still two weeks away. So, folks, don't go to Madison next week. <laughs> Save it for the week after. That's huh. when the track cup will happen. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm a total dummy. So I, this one's a little tip of the cat to you, Tim. I understand scheduling conflicts sometimes come up because maybe you got your weeks reversed and you don't know where you are in time. Like me. That's so I possible. know now, I now know to not get in the van this Thursday yeah. and drive down to uh, the Madison area expecting to see you and Tim, and uh, and uh, and anyone listening, yeah. no one will be there. Um, I'm not though I'm assuming there. that the good people at Trek would have just put me up for the whole week and just let me like sleep on the floor in the back of the factory by like the like so, Klein prototypes oh, or something graveyard. Oh, so sad. Yeah. So, little guy, here here's a question: Should this have played out? Should you have not noticed? And you spend that week in. Or you potentially can spend that week in Madison or Waterloo mm-hmm. between Thursday when you drive up and and Friday, uh, September twentieth through twenty second when the actual race is. Yeah, yeah. Um, how would you play that off? How what did you mm-hmm. have a strategy? Have you thought that far ahead? Were you going to say, "Oh, I'm just coming up to get a really good look at the course. I like to do you know a good mm-hmm. couple days of preview of the course beforehand," or? Yeah, I do. I do. I just get some rides in in the area to get used to the altitude. Right. And yeah. then I'd, um, I'd show up to do a lot of early pre-riding and then I do kind of a sogging thing where I'd help a little bit. I'd like put oh, up barriers yeah. and stuff in my kit and they'd so think, oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. And, um, I'd also just go to Mickey's bar and eat that Lone Star tofu sandwich like every uh, night. I just crush a bunch of those and think, I'd be uh, ready to go. I think you just dropped our super secret, uh, Madison um, insider information on everybody, which is uh, Mickey's Bar, which is just down the street from the popular bar that everybody goes to when they're in town for Bike Race Weekend. And we just go a few blocks away to good old Mickey's. You like that sandwich. I get the sexy fries because they know know they've got my card pulled there at Mickey's. And um, yeah, that's the secret sauce. So if you are Mm -hmm. in uh, Madison uh, or Waterloo for the races, Good chance you'll find us there. Yeah, there's a very good chance. I mean, that's whenever we have podcast uh, dinner decisions, that's where I'm going to probably be voting. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. At least once or twice. So that was my that's that was my cross world. I got a lot of tires to glue, but I think I got a, I got time now. I actually have more time. I was a little yeah. a little pressed for time, especially gluing. You know, you got to do the days. Uh-huh. You got to do your coats. Yeah, now you can push it off until next Wednesday or so. Yeah, so I can put it off. And I'm sure all the pro mechanics are doing the same thing. Now they're yeah. like, wait, Trek's not for a couple of weeks? Pfft, I don't need to glue any more wheels for hide. You can yeah. wait. No, it yeah. should be fine. Yeah, well, that's a That's an appropriate story for the week, little guy. I appreciate that. I'm sure uh, Tim appreciates that as well. You know, yeah. takes the pressure off him for being the only one who uh, screwed up his schedule. So, um. Moving on from there, yeah, I mean, cyclocross, I guess we'll just uh, dive into that because, you know, there's nothing going on really in road cycling right now anyway, so. Not um, much. We've had two rounds of UCI racing in the U.S., uh, Rochester this weekend, Go Cross in Roanoke, Virginia last weekend, both of which were being covered by uh, 
cyclocross radio and cyclocross television. So mm-hmm. tons of good content coming out yeah. uh, from Bill on those. Um, I also saw Dieter Swick is in town racing at Rochester. Nice. Uh, the the yeah. lesser Swick, the smaller Swick, the younger Swick brother. Yeah, Bastings too or whatever. I can't pronounce yeah. the last name. Yeah. But, yeah. but I also saw that Lauren Swick won a race over in Europe as well. So uh, mm, all right. you got some double Swick action happening. That's good to see. As they got a... I feel like this kind of second tier, and I don't think I'm really throwing any real shade by calling them second tier Eurocross guys. Let's yep. be honest. It's a Wout Vanderpool, uh, Tune Arts show, you know, with a few guys kind of jumping in there. Right. I feel like these guys who aren't those guys kind of need to bring the form really early and get some of these big wins when they're there for the picking, you know, without Vanderpool coming for these and Wout's out. You know, yep. there's at least some podiums. Oh yeah, um, on offer. You know, yeah. for some of these guys who are the rest of the year are, are fighting for sixth or something. You know. Yeah. So we got an announcement in, in MVDP news. Uh, we had an announcement a few days ago, maybe last week. I don't know that he was not doing very many cyclocross races this fall. Um, taking the opposite approach of Wout, who is. Would be uh, continuing the same schedule as always um, had he not had his injury at the at the tour, um, yeah. but a little less MVDP. Um, I don't know. I think that means good things for everybody. But the big question that I have for you regarding Vanderpool is: How does David Vanderpool react to this? Is he going to be stronger? <laughs> is he going to be more in the shadows? Is he just going to also take the year off? What's uh no. what, what reaction are you expecting oh, from D VDP? I assume he'll step up because I I think it will be like um what we've seen the last couple of years is you have those one or two weekends where MVDP goes and does like a training camp in Spain and that's usually the weekend where David Vanderpool steps up and pops off a couple podiums just to keep everybody honest to the Vanderpool name, you know? Yeah. He occasionally wins one, but usually he's just in the fight a little more. And it's like, <laughs> you can't go a weekend. You can't, you can't, if you yeah. think you're safe from a Vanderpool for a weekend, you're not, you know, no. don't, don't there's, get comfortable people. Yeah. No, there's no gifts in the, uh, Vanderpool household. Chris, Christmas nope. time is just a regular day in their house. Um, uh, because yeah, no gifts given. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know he raises uh, a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, the, the, Speaking of uh, Psychocross Television, uh, Bill has been putting together these heat check videos for U.S. Psychocross that are incredible. They're great. I mean, he did them all all season for the mountain bike side, and and they were – I enjoyed them, but I don't follow mountain bike as much. I I feel like the things that I know about mountain bike I actually gleaned from those videos because – you know, he talks about their recent results and, and rates everybody against each other and comes up with a a, a ranking, or the logarithm does, uh, I should yeah. say. But, um, yeah, just the facts. Yeah, it's just data. He's got he's got a laptop dedicated to it uh, that's just kind of crunching numbers all the time. But he's got the Psychocross ones out. And these these ones, like, mean something. Like, I, I know the players. I know who should be on there. Um, classic. First week snub. We're on to week two now. First week snub was Eric Thompson did not make the top 11. And uh, I don't know if you were as outraged um, as oh, yeah. the other two uh, podcast hosts on this uh, on this show. Um, Definitely. But, yeah. He finished 16th. I saw one of the days at Rochester. So, I mean, he didn't finish top 11. But that's, I think, as we've said, if you're not going to finish in that top, that's where you finish. Well, yeah, he came out of the gate strong uh, because that first heat check video came out without him on it uh, just before uh, go cross in in Virginia, and uh, he finished fourth on day one and third on yeah. day two. Uh, really, I think just to stick it to Bill uh, personally, I think he, I think he took <laughs> some offense to that, and um, so he made the list on on week two in uh, I believe seventh place, which is appropriate. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, um, I'm happy. Local boy. I'm glad he's not here lapping me 12 times. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you've, you've got, everybody's happy basically. Um, on the other side, on the women's side, uh, 
we had a few people who weren't racing that weekend who dropped a few slots and some controversy over where people were. But I think it, uh, you know, it all will come out in the wash. Uh, the logarithm will get it right um, as people start to, uh, you know, move through their seasons. But um, I think the big, uh, the big controversy in week one was Ellen Noble down in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Um, people thought that was a little low. And then in heat check video uh, number two, she slides to sixth place because she did not race at go-cross. Um, so that was a big controversy. And, uh, you know, she let Bill have it on the social media. <laughs> and Bill let her have it back. And it's been great fun. Uh, these heat check videos, I cannot wait. Uh, I think they come out on Fridays. going to be great fun all through the whole season. They're going to come out every week. And I'm super excited to uh, see where they go and see what drama we can pull out of these for some content every week on this podcast, because boy, people get sick of hearing us talk about Vanderpool and without him around, I don't (laughs) know what we're going to talk about. It's true. We're actually going to have to do a little more research. And so Bill thankfully is uh, doing our research for us. (laughs) Yeah. He's taking one for the team uh, on that one for sure. Um, So let's see, we've covered psychocross. We've covered international psychocross. We've covered Mm -hmm. our uh, due diligence on Matthew Vanderpool news. Um, We've talked about the Trek uh, cup and how everybody should go there and not roll their tubulars. And uh, I think that covers it for psychocross. What else is going on in the world of cycling? There's a little race that, I thought it was two weeks, but I double-checked. Turns out it's three. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, There's a little race uh, called the Volta Espana uh-huh. over in Spain, turns out. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, yeah. And it's been great. Oh, man, it's been great. Um, and so we're recording this Sunday night, so we don't know what happens Monday. Monday's definitely a big stage. But we can say it right now, Sepkus, American. American. Yeah. Sepkus. Of our a team that's been increasing in our in our little circle of love, mm-hmm. the Jumbo Visma team won today, top of mountain. First, first, I don't know. He's had some big wins, but in the U.S. But this is a huge, 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 huge tour. Oh yeah, you know, Spain. So yeah, that was sweet. He won a stage and he crushed it. And I don't know if you saw, but he the last K or K and a half was like very narrow roads and. um he he spent about that almost all that last K high fiving people. It was awesome. <laughs> like the amount of excitement, it was great. It was so nice to see. Yeah. He was obviously super happy. You know, sometimes you guys win and they just a little like yay. Like it's like yeah, of course I knew I'd win. The numbers, yeah. But um, obviously he was he was super enjoying it. So it was great to see him win. Uh, and he crushed it. And he really enjoyed it. And also, I don't know if you saw this, Spencer, but. One through seven on today's stage, I think the oldest person is 24. Like, like everybody on the stage results today, like one through seven was like children. Yeah. It was just little kids. And then yeah. it's Roglic, who's not that old. He's 29. And then pulling up ninth place, Grandpa himself, <laughs> Valverde, uh, having a great race. I, I think we should say we told everybody, but... Yeah, I mean, Tim certainly would uh, were he here. So we can just, maybe I'll just edit in a few minutes from uh, one of the prior podcasts right here to mm-hmm. just sort of fill in the Valverde uh, quota that we have to hit with Tim. Um, but yeah, this is uh, it's a lot of interest. Lawson Craddock was up there. Um, yep. Craddock was right there. Yeah, yeah Logan it, was, Hart, it was cool. Lila, great. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty exciting to see, little guy. I, uh, I did not... Um, I did not glean from that that uh, that the front end of the race today was uh, all the youngsters, all the young guns, um, because all I can see is Valverde um, with his walker <laughs> making out up the hill, somehow glued to Roglic's wheel. He's having a great race. I'm a little worried because he always has a bad day. But, you know, he's got over a minute on Pogacar, Pogacar I guess, who's sitting in third, which, I mean, we shouldn't overlook the fact that he's 20 and it's, I believe, his first full pro season, and he's sitting third. Yeah. Yeah. He's sitting third on GC. Um, whoa, UAE signed him up to a huge long-term contract. Good on them. Um, <laughs> good move. <laughs> that was smart. Um, 
He's having a nice battle with Lopez, with Superman Lopez for 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 third place. Like they're they're super close. So I don't know if Valverde actually has what it takes. I don't know. Knock off Roglic. I don't know what you think, but I kind of think Roglic has got this. But I don't yeah, know. that's a that's going to be a tough order to uh, to dislodge him at this point. Um, but if anybody can do it, the wily veteran Valverde can probably pull it off. So uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't want to say it's a foregone conclusion because mm. the Volta being the Volta, it is always the most exciting and most ridiculous and most, uh, twisting, turning tale of all the grand tours. I think that we have, I I'll, yeah, I'll definitely say it. It's the best grand tour. <laughs> I'd like to note, uh, before we have any chance of moving on that Tim's, uh, curse of the super rookie uh-huh. lives on strong. Nairo oh. Quintana, uh, yeah. down in fifth place. Okay. Uh, I believe no longer the team leader. <laughs> no, uh, you think not? No. If we go farther down, uh, Chavez, Tim's always going on about Chavez, still not fully back to Chavez-ness, 18th place. And I don't, oh, there we go, 43rd place, Luis Mintes, one hour and 16 minutes back, uh, taking on all of the burden of the super rookie curse by yeah. signing for Dimension Data and for. Really I don't know. hit him I pretty hard. You'd say taking on the full brunt of the Super Gate Curse, but also taking on all of the water bottles for Team Dimension Data as he shepherds them back up the Peloton, probably. I guess. At this point, They've got, must have him on bottle duty now. He is getting, I don't know. Ugh. I don't know what happened to him, so, but there's a lot of, there's some good surprises. I think the Volta is yeah. like that top five is pretty interesting, even though the gaps are kind of opening, but then you got like Nicholas edit in seventh and you yep. got this total sneaky guy that no one's actually seen yet. Carl Frederick Hagen in eighth or in ninth place now in GC. Uh, yeah. Um, now I was going to ask you about him. Um, because nothing. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Carl Frederick Hagen and, on, on red lotto. And, uh, I've pulled up his stats here. Uh, he is 27, so I feel like yep. I should have heard of him. Um, but I'm trolling through his, his his results here, and seems like he's mostly stuck to Norway. He's got most of his results in the Tour of <laughs> Norway and the Arctic Race of Norway. Yeah, he's, uh, he's had a third place uh, in a stage of the Dauphiné, um, 15th yeah. GC uh, result at Romandie, but uh, no Grand Tour. Uh, experience that I'm I'm seeing here right off the bat, and uh, yeah, I don't think so. He was uh, on Joker not before. Bad, not so bad. Pulling out no. a top ten. No, he's doing a great race. I'm, I mean, maybe we'll see him pop his head out at some point. But um, yeah, I think it's it's his first first year at the big time. He was kind of on small teams before, so I, who knows? Yeah. Maybe he's obviously he's got some potential in there, mm-hmm. but who knows where he came from? Also, I was like. Uh, Sergio Higuita from EF, who is like sitting, um, he's sitting 11th. like 11th right now. So, yeah. th- you know, it's not like the most amazing result, but I think it needs to be noted because he was literally coming into this race, I would say EF's fourth option for GC. Yeah. Oh, between yeah. Iran, Carthy, um, and then Martinez. And then I would say, if you were going to pick your third option, it'd be Sergio as your, as your GC guy. And like, obviously he's, he's second at a tour of California this year. And like, and like he's had good results and stuff. Um, but he just transferred halfway through the year, you know? I mean, so, and he's super young, he's 22. So the fact that he's pulling this result, I think is pretty huge for them. Cause they've obviously been knocked down mm-hmm. pretty hard by losing. Um, I've, I don't even remember they had TJ, maybe he was fifth. Maybe TJ was the fourth GC option. Um, I can't believe I totally forgot about TJ. I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so that, uh, the thing about EEF before the race, at least when I looked at them on paper, I was like, man, they've got a climbing team, right? Oh yeah. Like with, with around and Carthy and Martinez and TJ and Sergio here, who I was like, yeah, "Yeah, he can climb. He'll be super helpful. Well, now he's, I mean, he's, he's doing a great job flying the GC flag. It's his first grand tour. So, um, Tip of the cap, no, they, right there. They, they came in with a super strong squad and captained by uh, Mitch Docker as well. Like the the leader 
Uh, mm-hmm. they they had everything going for them, and it just went so so wrong, and uh, it doesn't seem fair. No, I seem like they were set up to have a pretty pretty huge race, but it uh, doesn't always. That's bike racing, I guess. It doesn't yeah. always work out. I was primed for Uran to uh, to show us something special. I thought I thought he was going to do. I put roller derby points on him over at rollerderby.com, and. Uh, those ones are going away. I'm not going to see those those internet points back. No. No. He's had a hell of a hard season, hasn't he? I mean, my God. He's just like, I just feel like he's, every time he seems like he's about to like yeah. have a huge result, he turns around and falls down again, which. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for, uh, for a return for him. Cause he's always, he's been a fun guy to watch, but, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, well, here's my special request, though, quick, to, for okay. Mitch, for Mitch Docker, if he's got time oh, to listen to this. I want, after, so Amy's been doing the great uh, check-ins at, at the Volta, but after the Volta, when, when Sergio here has had time to relish the fact that he maybe pulled off a top 10, I'd like an interview, because I don't know anything about him. He just joined the team halfway through the year. Um, you know, he's 22. He comes from small Colombian team, like... I want to. I want to know. I want to know something about him. So I'm. I'm hoping at some point Mitch gets him on on the pod, on the life in the peloton, and we get okay. Get a little peek at this new guy. So. We'll see if we can make that happen. Um, I don't know if I. I don't know if Mitch takes requests. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, I'm sure he'll hear that uh, as he listens to this one. So we're gonna pivot over to more exciting road news. Um, <laughs> In Slow Ride Podcast World, uh, the Bulls Ladies Tour also happened uh, over the past week. And yes. there was some Klein domination in this race. Um, Lisa Klein crushing it uh, for a while. She didn't win the race overall, uh, which, you know, maybe makes sense uh, in the narrative that we've built up for Klein's. Um, <laughs> maybe. She, strong prologue, second place, uh, then wins stage three. Finishes up third place on GC, third place in the points classification, was leading the race for a while. It was total climb domination. Uh, so that was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I just, I had to call that out. Um, I guess if you want to go over the the race overall, um, Christine uh, Majorus uh, won from Bowles Dolman. Um, Lorena Wiebens, uh in second from Park Hotel and Lisa Klein in third. Um, so... Awesome racing nice. out there. There's recaps on on YouTube you can watch. Uh, that it looks like it was a good race, and uh, you can get your cheering for for some Klein Corner on over there. Yeah, well, I'm always gonna root for Kleins in any circumstance. So nice to see. All right, little guy, it's about that time. Uh, we are gonna cut over to the preem lap and pay some bills. Cool. Hi, I'm Hugh Carthy from Education First Cross Cycling, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast. This week, the Slow Ride podcast is brought to you by a brand new podcast host. Woo! Yeah. Uh, we've got a new advertiser. We're super excited about it, uh, despite little guys' underwhelming whoop. Uh, there, uh, it, it, This sponsor is actually Works. Tools. Um, they make all kinds of tools, but we're specifically going to talk about the Hydro Shot, which is mm-hmm. a cordless uh, washer. It's like a, I want to say power washer, but it's not a power washer because if you use a power washer on your bike, you're going to blast all the grease out of your bearings and ruin mm-hmm. everything, and your mechanic's going to yell at you, and you're just going to be in big trouble, and you're going to be worse off. Then when you started, like your bike might look clean, but it's not going to work well. Like you'd have been better yep. off leaving it muddy. Um, but HydroShot is a, a lower powered um, washer. So it's like five times as powerful as your garden hose, but not so powerful that it's going to blast all the all the good stuff <laughs> out of your bike. Uh, anyway, these are super awesome um, tools. Uh, they work really well, um, and uh, they've sent us some to try out. So we're going to have 
hands-on feedback as we get into cross-season here about how uh, how these things work. But we're super excited to have them on board. Little guy, I know you got one uh, mm-hmm. in the mail. Cool. How was the unboxing? The, it was great. I whispered while I did it. Uh, no, it's super cool. The coolest thing about this is that you can hook it up to like, it comes with an adapter so you can basically put it on like a water bottle or like you can just have a bucket and it has a little float thing. So it like, you can squirt it out of the bucket or you can hook it up to a hose. So it's got, it's got good pit options, which I really liked and right. It's portable, right? So you can just, if you have a super muddy race, you can bring a bucket of water out to the pit and have your poor long suffering uh loved ones hosing off your <laughs> your b bike for you and like you know it, it it's awesome it's super cool yep. and it's got a whole bunch of cool attachments and um they pop in and off quick like the flexibility of it was super fun so i was like playing with the attachments for a while and it's yeah. uh yeah that part that seems pretty sweet so i'm excited yep. for some muddy races where i can like put it through its paces yep no, it's great. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a great point about using any any water source. Um, if there's a pond near wherever you are, you could throw the hose in there yep. and wash your bike with it. Um, Do it. You probably five gallon bucket is the way most people are going to go with this one. But if you're at home, you can just hook your garden hose right up to it. Yeah, you know, perfect for the bike because it's it's powerful enough to clean, but not too powerful to blast uh, all the grease out. Wash your car with it. Wash your gutters. Wash your siding i don't know you do all sorts of other stuff with it too um but the main reason they want us to talk about it is because you can use it during cross season with your muddy bikes and if you like little guy have just pulled out your bike for the first race of the season (laughs) there's a good chance it's still muddy yeah uh, last last winter yeah so you got some work to do and uh the the Works um, HydroShot uh, will do the trick for you. So right now, Works is offering our listeners 15% off all HydroShots and accessories. There's a couple different models, so you can choose how powerful you want to be. Um, and <laughs> they actually share the batteries with all the other Works tools, which is great. Um, so if yeah. you're one of those one of those people that has a ton of cordless tools or wants a ton of cordless tools, there's a good way to go. Anyway, uh, you can... You can get the bike cleaning kit that they put together specifically for Wide Angle Podium. They've put together this bike cleaning kit. Uh, so go check it out. See if that works for you. Um, but you can get the, the Hydro Shot at yourcleanbike.com and use the promo, clo- promo code CLEANBIKE. And that's going to get you 15% off any Hydro Shot item. Um, yourcleanbike.com. Enter promo code CLEANBIKE at checkout. We'll see you on the trails uh, and riding a clean bike. Show me a clean pair of wheels. You got no excuse now to not. (laughs) (laughs) You got the legs to do it. Why not have the clean bike to do it? Uh, Super excited about this. I've just, I'd mind just showed up. I'm ready to unbox it and, uh, and start cleaning off uh, my wife's bikes because she's racing cross (laughs) already and uh, I need to catch up. Yeah. We are also Brought to you this week by our good friends over at Grimper Brothers Coffee. You know them. Uh, you love them. They make just amazing coffee beans. They've got all kinds of blends out there. But the two in particular that we want to tell you about are uh, the ones that support the Wide Angle Podium Network. And that is the Full Schleck Light Roast Blend and the Hello Cyclocross Friends Espresso Blend. It is cross season. We can't say it enough this episode. Hello, Cyclocross fans should be in your coffee jar, uh, ready to grind up in the mornings to get you going on that Saturday, Sunday. You know, if you're racing 45 plus masters or something, you know, you gotta, your race time's at 830, man. Like you gotta, that means you gotta be at the course at 630. That means you're getting out of bed at, I don't know, five. Oof. You need these. You need these. Do yourself a favor. Spend a couple extra bucks. Get the Hello Cyclocross friends. It will treat you right, and you'll support us and all the other shows on the on the network by doing so. Totally. Um, and you can be drinking that full schleck, watching the Volta. A lot of people going full schleck at the Volta. It's hot out there, uh, folks. So it's, it's synergy. And then you can also turn to your wife or husband or loved one and say, hey, look, they're going full schleck and we're drinking the full schleck and they'll roll their eyes at you in your bike racing um, (laughs) obsession, but Uh you'll feel satisfied about a stupid joke made and a delicious cup of coffee. It's true. 
You can take care of all those needs. If, th- if that is your dream and you need to fulfill it, uh, head over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee. That'll take you right over to Grimper Brothers where you can uh, pick those beans up. Yeah. All right. The last thing we need to address this preem lap is the brand new Miracle Wap chamois cream. Mm. I don't know if you've heard it's about fine. this little guy. I've heard. Uh, but it is some slippery stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a miracle. Slippery. It's a miracle wrap. I love the name. It's great. Obviously, great play on uh, mayonnaise, Miracle Whip, um, because Miracle Wap and sports a wide angle podium. And chamois cream sort of looks like mayonnaise in a weird sort of way. Let's not yeah. think about that. Um, anyway. Miracle Wap available now. Buckler skincare. Uh, it is it is very good stuff. It's got a slight menthol to it, just a little bit of tingle. We like to say so, that the tingle is a miracle mm-hmm. um, in the Miracle Wap. So check that out. Uh, if you aren't familiar with Buckler skincare, they've been in the game for a long time, making really really high high quality um, chamois creams, invocations, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so check them out over at Buckler Skincare and pick yourself up. Uh, a jug of the uh, a five gallon tub of the uh, Miracle Wrap, and uh, treat yourself right this cross season. Or if you are gearing up for your Zwift season, you're definitely going to want some Miracle Wrap <laughs> uh, because you're going to be putting in the hours. I know you yeah. are. Yeah, it's always Zwift season. You better have some of that stuff ready all the time. <laughs> yeah, Let's jump and on the, the train. Uh, the Miracle Wap supports the Wide Angle Podium Network shows as well, so it is a great way to uh, win-win and support uh, things that you like and get yourself something uh, quality out of the deal as well. Um, and with that, we're going to head back into the podcast. Hi, this is Dan from Nam. Namibia, not Vietnam, and you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, Spencer, let's get into an email here. We got a really good one. Okay. It says, this is what, this is what the, 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 the heading said on it. Klein sighting, interstate traveling near Portland, Michigan. Longtime listener. That'd be Lisa Klein. Yeah. Oh, longtime listener, second time writer. I was driving down I-96 in Michigan yesterday on the way to grind some gravel in the Grand Rapids area and had a Klein sighting on the back of a Ram slash Sprinter van. The picture's attached. We can maybe throw these up on on the Twitter or something. (laughs) Uh, Quality, not the best, but he goes on. The so picture from photographer. You're throwing shade, well, shade at him already. It's no. The pictures are fine. They're just you're driving. They're the you're you're right. driving. And you're trying to take a picture of something cool. It says, it. The the picture directly from directly behind attempts to recreate my own initial sighting. So he tried to recreate it <laughs> uh, okay. like an unsolved mystery show for us. Hope you guys yeah. feel the same magic that I did. The picture from the side shows some of the upgrades air quotes that have been made to this beauty over the years. Enjoy. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Said he might give us a four to five. Uh, review pod uh, cheers from Brian Ryberg probably probably mangled that but there you go Brian see you in Waterloo uh, I always like to see uh, get an email when we get a client and these are yeah. pr- pretty sweet someone's yeah, obviously are these out. road bikes mountain bikes what do we got mountain bikes mountain bikes okay. it's it's got a weird mix of stuff it's got some kind of cruiser bars it looks like these folks are gonna go you know like uh Maybe they were into mountain biking in the 90s, but now they're just cruising around in their su- sweet conversion van, and now they're going to go ride the boardwalk. Uh, okay. You know, there's some yeah. um, there's some, there's some some less-than-choice upgrades. I know why they use the air quotes. Uh, there's maybe an adjustable stem. Maybe there's some plastic <laughs> flat pedals. Maybe there's yeah. one of those seats that is like has like 12 inches of foam and then like springs on it still. Yeah. It's... it's oh. Not exactly what you always you hope for Klein to experience later in life, but yeah, you know it's still out there. Maybe the Klein's enjoying its retirement, just like the people I'm assuming driving in the Sprinter van. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean they're they're living their best uh-huh. life. It looks like they got like bags of coffee on the roof, so maybe they are really living their best life. I can't tell, but uh, hey, nonetheless, great email. Thanks for emailing, Brian. Um, everybody keeps sending in those Klein sightings. We need, 
more of them. Eventually, we can create like a map of America with the dots for wherever the clones have been seen. Maybe a uh, maybe a coffee table book, little guy. This could be uh, material mm. for that. Clines of America. I was thinking I'd put a big map up in the basement and then Clines run the red the string, and then you know start a whole evidence dungeon thing. Is this? I know. I know people can do whatever they want, and I'm not. <sighs> I'm really not trying to uh, belittle anybody's bike choices here, but is this an appropriate fate for a Klein, little guy? Like, how does uh, it make you feel? Uh, you know, it's fine. Hey, my my own Klein has, you know, like cruiser bars on it right now, and my my Klein is in driving riding around with a with a toddler yeah. duty. You know, right. it it doesn't see many trails. It sees trails, but with a kid on it. So it's also not living its most radical life anymore. But you know, I well, see. we all get older. Uh, we have to make life decisions. Um, you know, we got to grow up sometimes. Klein's got to grow up too. You know, I'm um, I'm just glad that it's on the road, um, that it is uh, seeing miles, seeing some use, regardless. Um, and you know, maybe it'll get more uh, more waves there on the boardwalk uh, than it would on the trails. Yeah, uh, these days with the you know no mountain bike stink eye from the guy on the full carbon pivot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this bike might have never lived in a. Cr- lived a crazy life because i'm pretty sure from this photo and it's hard with these spy shots we got here from fifteen thousand feet uh, enhance, and enhance. Trump, trump took a picture of it and on his iphone and now i'm enhancing it but uh, it's it looks like there's a reflector in that front wheel so i mean who okay. knows this thing might have like somebody might have had just a lot of money <laughs> 30 uh, years ago and they they bought the most expensive bike on the floor they're like i'll take that attitude but throw that riser yeah. stem on it and you know it's just it's just you think these, uh, you think these wheel um, reflectors are OEM? Is what you're saying? That looks like an OEM reflector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's just put it this way: I, whenever I'm on the trail lately, uh, riding out west, maybe through your Excelsiors, your Lake Minnetonka areas, I'm not throwing any shade at folks out there, but I've seen a lot of really fancy full suspension bikes, uh, Santa Cruzes, and whatnot on the sure. crushed limestone trail, people with flat pedals cruising them. And I know when I see those bikes that in 20 years, I'll either get that bike on Craigslist super cheap, or, you know, you'll see that on the back of a, a motor home. Um, and you'll be like, that bike's never seen real dirt. So it happens. It, happens. it does happen. No, that's true. All right. Well, that's Is a, the bike that's... happy. Maybe yeah, the bike might still be happy. I think I think the client is I think the client is uh at this day and age probably pretty happy, pretty content, you know? Yeah. Did you ever read the Bill Pete children's book, The Caboose That Got Loose? Uh, no. It's about a caboose that doesn't want to be last puffing down the train tracks and stuff and doesn't like the smoke and all okay. that. And maybe well, that's how this client feels. I can relate but- to this with my with my bike <laughs> racing career. <laughs> but maybe maybe like Katie Caboose, uh someday when this client comes to accept its fate that it's just going to live its life on the back of a sprinter choking in a little mm-hmm. bit of sulfury diesel now and then it will yep. bounce off that bike rack as the van goes over a bump get catapulted into a tree and then live the rest of its days in a tree just like katie caboose uh communing with the animals possibility okay. we don't know but a possibility i mean anything can happen huh? <laughs> my recommendation for everyone this week Go read The Caboose That Got Loose by Bill Pete. It's the greatest children's book of all time. And then imagine the whole time that that's just a climb at the back of a bike race. I think that's pretty good homework. That might be the best homework given out on this show. We don't give out 265 episodes. We don't give out homework very often, but when we do, it's only mildly related to the, yeah. to the podcast. All right. Little guy. Um, cycling. News. Mm-hmm. It's we've covered the Walta, we've covered the Bulls Ladies Tour, we've covered Cyclocross, we've covered you and your racing. Mm-hmm. What's That's left this week? We're we're winding down the season. Uh, Road Worlds is coming up. What do you think? Any, any up, changes in your anybody piquing your interest for this? Well, there's a young fellow from from. <laughs> I mean, there's Vanderpool, obviously. Everyone's uh-huh, Vanderpool. Yeah, okay. It's a great set me up there. You know, Stybars. Stybar's looking good. I think it would be funny, wouldn't it? Stybar won. 
Oh, that would be funny. I need to interrupt you though. You said Vanderpool and some bike racing has happened over this past week. And I noticed Vanderpool's name was on the, on the results sheet, but it wasn't in first. Yep. What's up with that? Yeah. Keep your powder dry. That's my hope. Okay. <laughs> he got fourth so far at Brit. So we're like, what, two stages into Britain. He got fourth and he went on kind of a long range attack for some reason uh, in one of these stages just to test the legs, I guess. So uh, like I think a solo group ride. Yeah. I think it was just group? a training ride in the middle of the race. He just went on a little training yeah. ride in the middle. Yeah. It's like, okay guys, I'm going to go at, at my normal training speed now, uh, yeah. just for a little bit and I'll come back. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, all right, we gotta, we gotta do this coach. Like his coach called him midway through the race and was like, you gotta get the efforts in today, man. Yeah. It's, he was like, it's either this or you got to, uh, wait five minutes after the race starts and then you start and you got to catch up. Oh, wouldn't that be great if they made him start doing like, yeah, to start after it. Oh, that'd be good. I don't know. There's that. I mean, world is coming. It's coming up quick. It it sneaks up on us every year. I feel like it's like right as you get in the groove of the Volta and then cross starts and then before you know it, holy cow, it's, it's road worlds, which is always one of the best days of the year um, for oh. both the men's and the women's race. It's usually one of my favorites. You always got a couple people that pop out of nowhere. It's it's fun. They have really been good these past few years too, which is funny to say because it's been Sagan, 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 Valverde, uh, which doesn't sound super exciting. Maybe it does, but they've been great races and worlds is generally just really good because everybody's just all in at worlds. Like there's nobody phoning it in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's one of my favorite days. I'm excited. Obviously it's, I'm more excited than usual because we've got Vanderpool possibility yeah. here. Um, but I do, I do like the narrative of a sneaky Stybar win. I like, I like the multiple cross champions coming to the line in a sprint and then Stybar gets it. Of all the times he gets road worlds, he gets it on the time that it's supposed to be the Vanderpool time. I think, that would be interesting. I, uh, I have trouble seeing that one coming to fruition, but I I appreciate your your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, the only the only bummer about Road Rolls this year is going to be that Wout's not going to be there because that uh, would have been if it was just all cross racers off the front, you know. Then we couldn't stop the roadies from just invading cross and ruining it somehow, right? Well, I was going to say, yeah, this week I saw I don't remember where I saw this, but somebody was like, you know, that Podacar sitting currently third in, in the Volta is like the national Slovenian cross champ. And yeah, it's a small country, only a few, only a few really great bike racers, but I mean, he's still national champion, right? He still races yeah. cross, which means yeah. he's still sending the message that's continually going around now to all these roadies, which is that you probably need to yeah. start racing some cross. Like, yeah, maybe I need to get some efforts in. Yeah. We'll figure out how many efforts you've been putting in, little guy, when we get to Madison, uh, Waterloo, uh, Wisconsin for the Trek CX Cup here in a couple, in two weeks, little guy, two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, uh, yes. I have, Reiterate have you adjusted that the dates on your calendar? Yep, they've been corrected on my calendar. <laughs> okay, that's good. I don't know what the um, hell I did. Yeah, so that one's coming up. We're signed up. We're going to be there. We've got a bunch of tents right dead center in the middle of the uh, pro team area. So if you are in Waterloo for the races, swing by. We're going to have a bunch of stuff going on at the uh, at the booth. Um, some fun uh, scavenger hunt stuff, some fun games and things to do. So, you mm. know, so you're not just bored talking to us because who... You know, who wants to talk to us? Yeah. Whatever. But we'll totally. be there too if but, you do want to talk to us. Yeah, talk to us. But yeah, I am I started building something today for Waterloo. Oh, God. Oh, no. I spent hours this? in the garage building something. <laughs> uh, not It's not a bike uh, for for our time at Waterloo just to amuse, amuse all you folks out there. So come by oh, and my see goodness. my handiwork or unhandiwork. Um Either I'm a craftsman or a crapsman, as I would say when I was looking at houses and I would see all the weird things people have done to their homes. A lot of craftsmen's out there. I might be one of them. Come check it out. 
<laughs> well, on that uh, bombshell, little guy, I think we need to wrap up this podcast <laughs> and let everybody just sort of uh, stew in their worries uh, by themselves here mm-hmm. um, about what uh, what you have in store. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, this podcast, again, supported by uh, Works Hydro Shot. Pick yours up. Um, keep, keep your bike clean. Go to uh, yourcleanbike.com, Y-O-U-R, cleanbike.com, and use the promo code cleanbike. Get yourself 15% off. Um, Head over to Grimper Brothers. Get yourself some coffee, full Schleck, or Cyclocross Friends. And, of course, the new Miracle Wap Chamois Cream at Buckler Skincare. Those are all ways that you can support us. We'd really appreciate it if you checked out any or all of those things, if they sound of interest to you. Um, you can always email the show at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch with us on social media at the slow ride pod. Uh, our intro and outro music is by VK one of rhyme Sayers entertainment. He graciously has let us use this music for, I don't know, four years now um, yeah. without asking for any monetary compensation yet. So, that is that is a, a thrill a minute for me. Um, <laughs> and anyway, uh, with that, uh, I don't know who starts the actual exit because Tim's not here. Uh, I'll just I'll do it. I'll just jump on it. I'm Matt in Minneapolis, <laughs> and I'm Spencer in Boston, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The slow ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.